The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairytale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money-saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Hannah Ebenhoe about her wedding and reception at Luau Point at Walt Disney World's Polynesian Village Resort. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose those locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Hannah. Thank you. I'm very excited to be on this today. (laughs) Thanks so much for being here today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. Oh, boy. So I feel like it's a little bit of a long story because like a lot of couples, our wedding was a victim of COVID in 2020. So when we decided that we had to cancel our initial wedding in July 2020, we kind of, we took the money that we had left after losing out on all of our deposits and our venue costs. And we were like, oh, you know, we got engaged at Disney. Let's kind of, you know, let's just look. Let's see how much this costs. Like if we can swing it with our remaining budget. So we looked and we were like, oh, this doesn't actually cost that much. So we kind of decided that we would go with that and we would cut down our guest list and we would be able to get married at the happiest place on earth. (laughs) That's fantastic. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out what the plan was? We got a surprisingly positive reaction (laughs) because our first wedding was in southern Michigan near where my now husband grew up. And so moving it from there to Disney was just, everyone was overwhelmingly excited. That's fantastic. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? So we initially invited 32 people and 24 ended up coming. So we had all close family, our wedding party and our wedding party plus ones. That's great. Did you set up a room block for your guests? Yes, so we had room blocks at three hotels. We had the Grand Floridian, the Coronado, and the Pop Century. The way that Disney does it is we found out ahead of time who wanted rooms at which resort, and then Disney kind of set the rooms aside at the discounted rate, and then everyone would book it for themselves. And then how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? 
Disney, what they had us do when we first reached out to them was to provide three venues and three days that we were interested in, and they mix and match based on availability. So we had originally wanted an October wedding. So being able to reschedule this, we picked three weekends in October that worked for us. And we ended up with the Luau Point on October 9th at 9.30 a.m. Because I think if I remember correctly, they only do morning weddings there. And so we were like, you know, that was fine. We liked the idea of doing something with like a brunch or an early lunch sort of a thing. So a little bit of us and a little bit of Disney. (laughs) Now, how did you choose your ceremony and celebration venue? I can't remember all three of the venues that we had started out choosing. One of them was the Canadian Pavilion at Epcot and then Luau Point. And there was one other, but I can't remember what it was. But we really liked Luau Point because after we talked with the wedding planner, they told us that it was a lot more private than some of the other venues. And we also really liked the tropical look with the beach nearby to take photos on. That's great. And it's interesting that you chose to have your reception in the same spot as your ceremony. Did you consider other locations for the reception or did you just want to keep it all in the same place? We liked the idea of keeping it all in one place. We figured that would really streamline things and make it a lot less complicated than instead of having to like get transportation to go somewhere else and having, you know, the multiple sites, which just seemed a little much for us. So we liked having it all in one. Got it. Now, how did you choose your officiant? Disney gave us a list of officiants, I believe, that they had worked with before. And we kind of Googled them all and went through all their websites and pared them down. And um, Valerie really popped out at us because um, she had been on one of the Disney wedding shows. And then on her website, one of her, like, uh, one of her like attributes that she lists is her British accent. And we were like, oh, okay. And so then when we got on the phone and talked with her, we were like, she's it. We can't go with anyone else. She was just so lovely and so wonderful to work with. And it was just, that was definitely one of the easier decisions. That's wonderful. Did you add any kind of entertainment to the celebration? Entertainment-wise, we had a Disney violinist for the ceremony. And then for the reception, we had a DJ from Event Concepts in Orlando. So Disney reached out and arranged things with them. And then we had a quick call with the DJ to go over the day and her music preferences. And that was it. It was very easy. Do you have any food items or cake flavors from your reception that you would recommend? So we had two flavors for our cake, actually. We had a yellow cake with lemon curd and blueberries, and then we had a marble cake with chocolate buttercream. And I'd really recommend both, but ultimately I really liked the yellow cake with the lemon and blueberries. That's great. So since it was brunch, we had a Mickey Mouse waffle action station, which was delicious and also very fun. And then we also had some things like pasta, chicken, and salmon. Wonderful. Did you add any other events like a welcome party or a dessert party? We did not. We just kept it wedding and reception and then mainly like coordinated with our friends and families to go to the park at the same time. Oh, great. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? The ceremony was at 930 
in the morning. So for me and my bridal party, we got up at 5 a.m. for hair and makeup. And then at 8, we went over to the Polynesian to take pre-ceremony photos outside. And then we had the ceremony at 9.30. And then from 10 to 11 a.m., there was a cocktail hour for our guests while we took family and wedding party photos. And then the reception ran from 11 to 3. And that included our first dance, our mother-daughter dance, our mother-son dance, our toasts and speeches, the brunch and the cake cutting and all that good stuff. That's great. When you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention and your budget? So we didn't really budget each aspect of the wedding, but the three most important things to us were the venue itself, the food, and the entertainment. Okay. And then what aspects were less important where you saved your money or your effort? That was definitely in the decorations. So we knew that the venue was already, like, really pretty. So we didn't really feel the need to put a lot of money into, like, extra florals or decorations. And we just kept that really simple. And I've also heard that, like, when guests go to weddings, that's not really what they're paying attention to. So we kind of kept that more low-key and just felt more concerned with spending time with our family and friends. Great. What ended up being your favorite memory of the wedding day? Surprisingly, my favorite part was the cake cutting. Hmm. Just, it felt very unifying, I guess, to cut the cake together and to share it with each other and then to also turn around and share it with our guests. That's wonderful. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? So everything went perfectly. We only had one snafu, which was one of my bridesmaid's shoes broke when we were taking the pre-ceremony photos. But our day of coordinator, Cami, was incredible. And within like five minutes, she came back with a pair of brand new flip-flops that she purchased. And my bridesmaid wore those and everything from there went perfectly smooth. (laughs) <laughs> so it wasn't anything on Disney, but they completely took care of it so quickly. That's so great. And then was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? So I was most nervous about the reception a little bit because there were so few people. I was like, oh, is it going to be awkward? Is no one going to, you know, get up and move around? People just going to sit in their chairs. But our DJ was incredible, and he got everyone out on the dance floor at one point or another, and he just kept the energy up, and I think everyone ended up having a great time. That's wonderful. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I would have made it a priority to eat more. Mm. Um, I know they say, like, oh, during your wedding you get, like, so busy, and you're talking with everyone, and you're going here and doing this, and that is so true. So my husband and I agree that that's our biggest wedding regret is we did not get to enjoy the delicious food as much as we wanted to. Mm, Okay. And do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I would say to just trust their process. They really have it down to a science. So they know, you know, when you need to get stuff done and they'll reach out to you and they'll make sure that you're on top of things And I would say that if you're hesitating about getting married at Disney, to just go for it because it's really the best decision you can make. 
<laughs> well, Hannah, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you. I hope I can help someone else have the happiest day of their lives. <laughs> That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs> 